Hey guys, it's me, Sean Capri. Before we start the very first The GamerCast, I would like to give a very special thank you to everybody who made the show possible by supporting us at patreon.com slash Capri. Every single one of you damn near 40 people got us to a milestone I thought would take a very, very long time to get to, and we got here very, very quickly. And I want to give a special thank you to our Diamond executive producers, Bobby Miller, Travis, Lee Navarro, Jonathan Brown, and Corey Hicks, our platinum executive producer, Mr. Moody, the glorious one himself, and our gold-tier patrons, Ryan Turford, Tim Eigendorf, Sheldon Benedict, James Johnson, Dr. Doom, and Andrew Semichek. Now, here's the moment we've all been waiting for for damn near six months. It's the music that you and I love, the theme song to the GamerCast. Let's get going. Welcome to episode one of the GamerCast. It publishes on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play every single month. Thank you guys for being here. This podcast is made possible by everybody who supported us at patreon.com slash Capri. We hit a milestone faster than I ever thought possible. And it's thanks to all of your love and support and you just wanting this. You guys willed this into being. I have... I have missed this. That felt really good. It's very late at night. I just finished my my call with uh, Ed Placencia. That we're going to get to that conversation in just a few minutes. But as some of you know, there's a bit of a preamble that starts this thing. I've got some things I need to say to you people. <laughs> um, man, this is this is crazy. Uh, I have got a surprise for you guys partway through. Um, this was this is a new era, not only for the GamerCast, but me as a parent. Uh, I I now have two kids. I have a two-year-old and a six-month-old little baby girl. It is hotter than all get out here, especially for Canada. Our igloos are melting around us. Our basements are flooding because there's just so much melted glacier ice that's, it's dangerous out here for us, guys. It's, it's very dangerous. So, um, I was, I was talking to Ed Placencia earlier tonight and uh, I am incredibly honored that he is the first guest uh, as this spiritual successor to We The Gamer Cast. Some of you might be wondering, what the heck are you referring to things that this is episode one? What the heck? Are there, is there something that I miss out on a joke? Yes. You may have missed out on on a thing, a show called We The Gamer Cast. You can still go back and listen to all the old episodes of We The Gamer Cast. Uh, there's about 180 of those. And uh, guys, this is where I get to have, here's the deal in case you're new. Here's the deal every month. I have sweet hangs with this stranger from the internet, and we talk about video games and life. And if you want to be on the show, tweet at me at Sean Capri, at Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Today is Ed Placencia. He and I, man, we go back a long, long time. Actually, uh, Ed and I recorded an episode of We the Gamer Cast that never came to light. Uh, I learned a big lesson when it came to that. Uh, James Johnson, I hope you're, you're listening. Oh no, Chelsea's messaging me saying, oh god. Oh God. Oh no. Okay. Hopefully everything is okay. Cause I just got off the phone with Ed. Um, I learned a lesson from him way back in the day that, uh, you need to have backups. You need to have a, a number of recordings. <laughs> if you're ever going to, if you're ever going to do a show, make sure you have at least a few things recording, uh, that it actually happened because I've had, I've had it disappear in the past. And I was so embarrassed by that. I was so, uh, scarred that I never, 
I never, I, I needed to wait a long time to have Ed back on the show. And guess what? It needed a new show altogether. So guys, I'm excited tonight. Uh, tonight it is, it, like I said, it's hotter than I'll get out. So Lincoln doesn't want to go to sleep. Lincoln normally sleeps very, very well. You put him down, you can come on downstairs and do your thing. But tonight, of course, Chelsea was out, uh, helping her mom with, uh, with a garage sale. She took Ellie. So it was me and, and the boy, boy. And I just, you know, just have him go to bed and I could chat with, with Ed, but he wasn't having it. So he was up a couple times and it was, it was distracting to say the least, but I kept having these visions of Link getting out the front door somehow, or even worse, doing the whole like Eric Clapton's kid and just taking a tumble out the top window. Cause it, like I said, it's hot. All the windows are open. So, uh, this is not as long a chat as I want it to be. I want, because these, these new show, this new show is, uh, monthly. I want to spend a little bit more time with my guests. I have, I had a few more things that I wanted to chat to, to Ed with, uh, about. So guess what? I said this was going to be a monthly show. You're getting two in the month of June because I got to, I got to hit Ed back up. We've already scheduled another time for a chat. I'm not sure exactly when it's going to go live, but guys look forward to another, I don't know, at least half an hour, another hour or something. Who knows? We're going to, we're going to do this again very, very soon. Um, I, I typically don't enjoy doing the whole, um, I don't enjoy doing the whole, yeah, we should do this again sometime soon. And then you see each other like four years down the road. No, we booked it. It's happening. I regret <laughs> that that I have a, a, well, I don't regret having a kid, but I regret that he, he made it a struggle tonight. That really sucks because I, I really do, I care for Ed, man. And I, I, I want to respect his time. And I, um, I was, I was late getting the call started and yeah. So anyway, now I'm just, now I'm just venting out to you guys. Cause I had a, had a couple things on my mind before we get to my chat. I wanted to loop back to the finale of We the Gamer Cast, where I I actually said one of my regrets was that I never got Ed back on the show. So we we did it. I'm I'm glad that we're back, and I thank you guys so much for uh, making this happen through your support uh, at the Patreon and and everywhere all your tweets and you, you would not let this show die. So so thank you guys so much. I also said that I didn't have enough Masson, so Justin Masson and I are, we're chatting a, a little bit as well. So we'll we'll check that out. Pretty soon, guys. But um, why don't we just jump right into it? My chat here with Ed Placentia, we're talking everything about E3, Married to the Games. You might know Ed. Some of you, most of you, likely know Ed from uh, his podcast, Married to the Games, that he does with uh, Gabe Patillo, Chris McCracken, and Tim Router. Uh, him and I have been friends for a very, very long time. Please check out his stream at twitch.tv slash Ed Placentia. Let's get right into it. Here he is, my good friend, and hopefully yours as well, Ed Placentia. Hey, we're um we're like ten days away, if that, from E3, and yeah. I'm very curious, man. What do you do? Like, do you do like a? Do you have a routine? Do you like book time away? Like, how are you? How are you celebrating the holidays? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice because because we work from home, yeah. it's really easy to just open up a tab with the E3 feed on it mm-hmm. and just have it split screen while I'm working on my other things. So it's yeah. it's nice. I don't really have to do a lot to different than what i would do anyhow i'll still be at my desk i'll still be pantsless you know and it'll pantsless. Just be the same <laughs> these are the details that i know people come here to the show <laughs> for <laughs> wait a minute who's wearing pants who's mostly just yeah who's mostly inappropriate at most times that's, that's, right. that's us guys so like but sony's not coming 
Yeah. Are you like? Are, I, I don't know, man. I I still I feel like I'm fighting an uphill battle here, trying to get everybody like rallied up. And that's generally my nature, anyways. I like to go yeah. around people like get excited, be excited. I like to I like hype. I really enjoy yeah. it. So I, I get discouraged a little bit when I see like the the narrative being eh, like a lot of meh around E3. But I don't know, like where are you at with it? I, I mean, it doesn't bother me too much because for everyone that's not at E3, which is most people, yep. Um, you know, we don't we won't see a week long void. Yeah, you know, the, the people there might. Oh, this whole half used to be where Sony was, and now mm-hmm. it's something else. You know, we'll just not see a presser. Yeah. Um. And but you know that being said, there are still pressers I want to see. You know, which, I, which I, ones are I, you most excited for? Probably Ubisoft. Yeah, um, man. I I love everything they do, and and uh, so I've heard you know rumors and leaks, and but I you know I don't put any faith in any of that until it's an mm-hmm. actual something or other. Does it so ruin I'm, it for you at all, though? Like the the rumors and the leaks and everything. Like sometimes I see things, and even if it's not true, I'm like, ah, I don't even want to. Yeah, I don't even want to s- wonder. Yeah, I'll see a headline, but so far it hasn't been anything that really ruined anything. Um, because Not again, people get it wrong a lot too. That's so, true. You know, so it's just like, oh, okay. Well, I'll just I'll just flip to the next article and, mm-hmm. and go from there and see what see what's there. How do you find it with um, doing the show with Married to the Games? Like, I feel like you guys have have found this really nice balance, and I don't know if it's recent. Uh, recently, you've put like energy into it, or maybe just a conscious decision at some point. But it seems like you guys have gotten. And take this in the absolute most positive way, in the spirit in which it's intended. You guys yes. are totally fine with not playing the game that came out yesterday. Like, I don't know that. I, I feel like you guys have sort of always. Like Tim's always been that way. He's just playing whatever <laughs> Assassin's Creed came out last year, and you're probably okay. Whatever the default is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I always admire that a lot. And maybe yeah. So I don't know if that's sort of like a conscious thing, or like how has gaming changed for you guys over the years? I think for me, I'm probably I would probably be the most guilty of wanting to play it day the day yeah. that it's out. Yeah, um, that's probably me. I, I if there's if it's something I'm interested in, um, mm-hmm. uh, but if it's something I'm interested in, I will get it. I think Chris has to really be interested in it, and Gabe is always in the back of his mind. Can I play this on the road? Right, you know, type of a thing. Um, so it, that wasn't a conscious decision to not necessarily do that. I I think in a perfect world, we would probably do that more just so we can be a little more current and what have Mm you. Um, you know, there's nothing that, you know, I'm glad that Tim finally got into Spider-Man, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, when he's going on and on about the web slinging, uh, you know, oh, the the physics really, and I'm like, yeah, we talked about that in O2. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you know, he so. he really believes in the evergreen content where like you could listen to it now <laughs> yes. or three years ago. It's pretty much it's pretty much the same, right? Um, bless, right. bless his heart. Bless his yes. <laughs> bless his heart. He's the child in all of us. I I really enjoy Tim, man. He, yeah, and 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 now with the, with kids and everything, like I I connect with that quite a lot. Where yeah. Um, but maybe like the the impression that I was getting is false because you just end up playing everything. Like you still make time. Maybe it's that you are able to play what's new and that you're still playing Overwatch. Right. Right. Yeah. And and now that I'm streaming regularly, I'll save the new stuff for the stream and mm-hmm. then Overwatch. I'll play at night when yeah. I'm off stream and, and and that kind of thing. Um. So it's it's actually been a nice way to divide up. This is when I play the new games. This is when I can just kind of chill and do my own thing. Hmm. Um. How let me let me ask you this. Tell me mm-hmm. tell me a deep dark secret about each one of your one of your co-hosts. A deep dark secret about 
each one of our co-hosts. Man, I don't know if Router has any. I don't know if he's capable of having a deep. <laughs> Maybe dark that is secret. it. Maybe that's the thing. He's he has no he has no skeletons in the closet. Wow, I'm trying to think. You know, uh, when I I haven't been in their new house, but when I was at their old house when I was in town visiting and I stayed there, they had. I don't know. I guess it's not even a deep dark secret because it was Piper's playroom. So of course it would just be filled with of course with toys. So I guess yeah. that, that that's not even a deep dark secret. So yeah, I, I can't think of anything for him. Well, who's but... your who's your favorite then? <laughs> <laughs> I have. I'll tell you a deep dark secret. I I don't know Chris well enough to know if he has a deep dark secret, but I will tell you one about Gabe. Okay. Uh, when Gabe and I were living in Nashville together. We made a home movie that he, okay. uh, where he plays a, a, a ruffian who beats me up. It's like a, it's like a five minute fight scene. I love it. Like, and it's, but it's for like a theater, kind of like a performance kind of thing. Like not like backyard wrestling. N- yeah. It's, yeah. It's like a, yeah. Like cinematically fight scene or whatever, oh, you know, slow motion and, and stuff like that. Of course. And he is, he has made me promise to never show it to anyone. Oh, I can I can imagine in my mind, man. That those were the days where you could grab like a camcorder and just like yep. you felt it was kind of like when you got your driver's license and you just had this freedom because all you've been doing is watching what everybody else had been making for you. Yeah, and then you're like, wait a minute, I just hit this record button and then I can watch that over and over and I can like I can block things out, I can script it, I can I yeah. can p- put some pre thought into this, or I can improvise the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's so liberating. I remember that yeah. experience very well, man. When's the last time you made one? Oh, I will ask the questions, but I will. Uh, man, it has. It is. Been, <laughs> it's been a little while. We set up. Yeah. Uh, we set up cameras around my parents' backyard to record every all my friends drinking drinking beer for an afternoon. We had five kegs in their garage, and we had drinking games galore. So it, that was called the Team Awesome Reality TV Show, aka Sean's Birthday Bash, and it ran from 2006 <laughs> through That's 2000. And, what did we do? We did 2006, seven, and eight. And then we did a return in 2011, and that was the last one because Chelsea almost broke up with me when she saw what the hell we were up to, and it was out of control. Well, it's got to be cool that you've got two little ones that, like, two little cast members that in a few years you can direct them and make them do little movies. I think that's uh, that's exactly why you have kids, actually. Like, I mean, go. most people are just trying to get famous on Instagram and all these things. But what about yep. what about you? Like, wh- who had the camera first, and like, how did that how did that come about? I had the camera, and I don't remember how it came about. I've been making like little home movies since I was yeah, a kid, and uh, so I don't know if I approach it. You know, Gabe has always been into performing and theater and acting as well, Yeah, uh, and, and so I, it was probably just one of those, I think it was just one of those nights where it's like, we want to do something, we want to make something, but we mm-hmm. didn't know what to do or what to make, and so we just kind of threw this thing together last minute. How old minute are you guys? Uh, I would have, that would have been in my, that would have been oh, oh two to oh, oh two to oh four, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So, so, you're, so you're grown up, like you're, you're, oh yeah, yeah. I was, like, th- I was th- in my thirties, my early thirties. Cause I was picturing like tiny little Gabe and tiny, like, like, kind of oh. like Muppet baby versions of you guys where like you're essentially <laughs> the same, but you're just like, like you're thrown in the dryer a little too long. <laughs> Like you've seen features. you've seen those movies those videos on YouTube of Gabe when he's a little Muppet baby, right? Uh, <laughs> no, what? Wait, I can't be serious. I can't remember the name of it now, but it was like a, it was like a 
a, a TV show, like a, 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 a Christian TV show, and they would have kids sing songs and stuff, and he was one of the kids. He's no like eight. way. Yeah. Oh I will gosh. have to look it up and send it to you. It's on YouTube. It embarrasses. That's his deep There it is. Secret. We got there. There's videos on YouTube of Gabe as a youngster singing songs. I'm reminded of, like I mentioned, backyard wrestling. And we did mm-hmm. that, man. Like when, like we sort of got you the did? camcorders around the same time that we landed on getting really obsessed with like WWF Attitude Era, like Mankind yeah. and Undertaker and The Rock and Chris Jericho and everybody else. And we just like, well, like they say it like flat out, don't do this at home. These are professionals. And we're right. the, like, we're the generation where like they had to actually put that disclaimer because like right. we're being idiots like <laughs> Superman, like jumping off thinking we can fly and things like that. And like we've, we've put each other through tables. Like my dad had a whole bunch of just, he always had just scrap pieces of wood around, which is perfect for idiot kids like us where we realize, okay, two by four doesn't break easily on your back. But like these other scrap pieces of wood, they look spectacular when you you just whack it over somebody's back. It looks great. Do you have that footage still? Dude, there's, um, there was one tape and it definitely got taped over. And it was just one of those, like, it was just this epic thing. And the more we watch wrestling, the more we, that's the thing. When you get, when you, when you're able to turn the camera and be on the other side of it, you start to pick out new things, I think, right? Like, as a creative person, at least, you start to think, how did they do that? Like, what, what did they have to think about in order Mm -hmm. to achieve that shot or whatever? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, do you, well, I mean, you guys, you guys went off and did, I guess not necessarily film and, and theater. Like you went off into radio and, and gave into, mm-hmm. into music, but did that, was that the start or is that the result of you guys exploring creativity and, and art and things like that together? As far as was, was podcasting the result? I'm sorry, the video, like um, the fighting that you guys did on video. Oh, yeah. did, was that the start of creating content and getting into radio and into music or how did all that kind of begin? I mean, I had, uh, by that time, I had already done radio, um, and uh, but that was definitely the start of Gabe and I creating something together. We were both, uh, you know, people who loved. We had the same taste in yeah. movies and comedy. We're both big stand-up comedy fans, mm-hmm. and uh, and just wanting to make something that we could make. You know, yeah. we just, you yep. know if we want to make something, we want to be able to make it, uh, but still make it as good as we could or at least mm-hmm. with what we had um and but so pure because th- there's no youtube or anything yeah like yeah. really who's gonna see it so you're really just making it for you and maybe your closest friends around you exactly and and that yeah. was definitely the first time we collaborated on anything and it was really easy it was really yeah. nice you know we were both sitting there editing the video together and hey what if we put this shot there and <laughs> what about this song here and it yeah. was a lot of fun and that's when i knew that you know, sometimes if you work with someone, it could just, you know, personalities clash or whatever. But that For was sure. the first time that I really realized, oh, wow, not only do we get along really well, we also work together really well. And that was really yeah. nice. That is pretty magical. Like, um, yeah. And it's good for to you, for you to realize that, like, in the like while you're doing it, too, because yes. sometimes it, it kind of takes getting burned for you to recognize, man, this is actually kind of special. Right. Like, the chances of doing of both of those things actually working out that you get along with this person and that you actually create something. Mm hmm cool together is is pretty spectacular yeah so then your guys's your guys's um your paths diverge for a number of years until i guess mm-hmm. coming back on onto married to the games right but i guess i mean was it was it necessarily you becoming a fan of the show that ultimately led to that or was there always like was there a podcast idea that you guys wanted to to do before that it was um i had dabbled a little bit in 
podcasting, I believe. And I, I think more as just a listener. I I don't think at that time I was doing a podcast, but mm-hmm. I had definitely been listening to podcasts. Yeah. And Gabe and I had kept in touch when I left from Nashville. We we still kept in touch. We were we stayed pretty tight the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he was in I was in Pennsylvania at the time and he came through on tour with Toby and we got together, uh had some dinner and that's when he said, Hey, I think I'm gonna do this podcast. Do you think I should? Is this a good idea? Yeah. You know, and, and you know, just kind of kind of hashing out I think he was trying to decide on his own whether he wanted to do it or not and mm. i was like well dude when it starts let me know because you know i'm going to be listening day one <laughs> so uh, that's kind of how that that all started that's how i found the show was just because i knew Gabe. well i love that he like reached out to somebody in real life like especially when it's so um you're not, you're not sure and and mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a scary venture to like not necessarily i don't know though i don't know why it's scary I can't really articulate what what about it makes maybe it's just me it makes me nervous i yeah. i had a my my boss my new boss i just started a new job in january and she follows me mm-hmm. on twitter so she saw she's like so what is this the i, I put the post on that the gamer cast is now accepted yeah. on spotify she's like so you're on spotify and i'm like oh this is awful <laughs> i hate this i don't like and like she wouldn't let it go like i was just yeah. trying to like distract it. and ultimately i had to like basically come out and say like well i did the show where i had 180 episodes of one-on-one interviews with people and i yeah i just don't like crossing the streams like that but that's she, so funny yeah i want to block her on twitter <laughs> <laughs> dude <laughs> it's weird man it's it's weird i don't know why but like this is it's weird because it's so special i think that's ultimately what it is like yeah it's, speaking of like deepest darkest secrets it's like this is the thing that like that drives me this fuels my engine man like this i love this i think about it all the time i was so stoked when you said that you would come on to the show and i'm like i've been thinking about it ever since i'm like, what am i what am i ask ed i can't believe it like, <laughs> finally I mean, maybe get to rectify not having that show on the old like on we the gamer cast and it died and you can be back on the show and like you started out like it was a big deal is what oh, i'm awesome, rambling man. on to say it was so it's it's nice and it's great that we can that we can connect through the, the magic of skype and the magic of yeah of uh of podcasting through that man yeah, definitely, man. I mean, you do such good work, Sean. And I'm not saying that just to... I'm just sweating. To, it's so I, hot here. I, <laughs> but you know, you you really do. And, and you know, Gabe and I talk about you a lot, just as far as... Oh, man. You are an example to us of someone who not only is a hard worker, but puts out really good content, you know? And that's something... Gabe is a perfectionist. He wants to put out the best possible thing he yeah, can put he out. You know, and, and, and so it's really cool to see you, you've got a job, you've got a family and you've got all these other things you're doing. You're streaming, you're podcasting, you're doing all this stuff and it's all done really, really well. And, and so, I mean, kudos to you, man. It's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a privilege to, to get to have a little bit of a part of, of that just because I look up to what you do, man. You're, you're someone who, uh, I think people should strive to be like oh goodness um, gracious that's too much that's way that's way too much because okay this is this is my way of handling this because okay it, let's, it's let's too see much. how this goes you're gonna block me on twitter uh, yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> this is too weird this is making me blush good thing we don't do video um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing about it is that like married to the games is the is the thing that inspired man like hmm. kids and wives and nine to five like so when you guys say like 
I've got the job. I've got the, the like everything going on. And I'm like, well, you guys sort of set the standard at the beginning. Like whatever it's been, has it been like five years or something crazy like that? The Married to the Games has been running something like that. I feel like it's it's the, I've been saying lately that it's like the original like indie podcast. Like Hmm. it was the first one outside of like the IGNs and everybody like those giant bombs or whatever, those big podcasts that had built in audiences. I can still remember the time that I got like this weird follow and DM from married to the games. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, how on the nose is this? And Oh, they're DMing me asking me to to like to follow them back and listen to their show. And then it just came a time where I was listening to enough IGN and enough, I think Adam Carolla and hmm. Mark Marin and stuff back then, where I'm like, I think it's time that I, I need a little bit more. And that's like Married to the Games was top of mind. So it turned from this, hey, so stop funny. bugging me to, yeah, I'm totally down. It changed my life. I have to admit, that's one thing I was wrong in because Gabe was like, hey, we're like following people and invited. And I'm like, dude, no, don't do that. That's like spammy and don't do that. But now it's funny how many people say, you know, I followed you guys because you followed me and asked me to send me a DM. I'm like, really? They're the only ones it got. They they get away with it because it's still, I still get it. I still get a ton of people like following and and doing the exact. And and surely they were touched by married to the games in the same way. Mm. I've seen that exact. You can see it in the numbers. I guess mm. if you're if you look at people's Twitter followers and how many people they're following, it's like you follow yeah. six thousand people. Like how <laughs> right. long did that take? Like one by one, just like scrolling right. through like replies. I don't even oh know how gosh. I go about doing that. Yeah, but they they built the like like Gabe and the, and the guys. You guys built a community mm-hmm. from the ground up. Like it's it's yeah. truly special. So the, to bring it all back to married to the games because I've successfully deflected the compliment. Well done. Um, is there any? At this point, you guys have been going for so long and, mm-hmm. you know, m- so much success, all the success, all the, <laughs> all the 30 year old white guys on the internet that you'd ever want. <laughs> <laughs> is there, <laughs> is there any pressure? Do you guys put pressure on yourselves? Are you in it just like in the, like, are you striving? I, I know you guys are striving for perfection always. As you mentioned, mm-hmm. Gabe is a perfectionist. So I can imagine there being like this, this conflict of, just trying to be casual, just trying to like have fun with it, but trying to make it better. Like, how do you, do you give it much thought or is it just a natural way of you guys creating content? Yeah, we actually, in the last year or so, really started to, uh, tried to really be a proponent of what can we do better? You know, we've okay. done it the same way for five years or 300 and, and some odd yeah. episodes. What can we do better? You know, and we put out that survey uh, and got some feedback that was really, really, uh, I really appreciated it. You know, yeah. um, we did a, uh, a top 10 weekly YouTube list for a long time. Here are the top 10 videos this week. And it was always the same 10 videos. Yeah, and uh, well, that's unreal, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. It really Thornfell is. Swamp, like, I mean, yeah. you guys are practically promoting it as well. Every I know. Week. Exactly. So it's like, what is this? Right. <laughs> More views. And, exactly. And, and it's, and, and that was overwhelmingly, the the criticism we got was it's the same every week yeah you know and and and, it, and a lot of it was not that we want to lose it but it's the same every week and i was like mm-hmm. guys i have no problem not doing that yeah you know, that was if even that's, my question because that was yours yeah yeah if it's gonna move it along a little bit you know and if it's gonna you know and i don't know if it just didn't cross anyone's mind or they just didn't say anything to us about it i don't mm-hmm. even know if people noticed I, I didn't hear anything about Where's the top 10 list? Yeah. Which, you know, makes me think maybe not so bad of an idea. Um, But we've been in the last month or so very proactive about 
what can we do better? Mm-hmm. Um, we've done a couple things to the show since then. Um, in the, just in the last few weeks, they're, they're pretty minor. I don't know that people would even notice them, but we have been trying to be intentional about, we know that we're not a news podcast. People don't yeah. come to us for news, yep. um, but they might come to us because they like to hear us discuss things. And so Chris has been a very big proponent of, let's really dive deep on some topics. Let's get yeah. some good discussions going. So we've tried to be uh, intentional about more discussion rather than, hey, if we don't hit six news items and we only hit two, that's fine if we get a, some, a couple of really good conversations in. Mm-hmm. I've, I've definitely noticed uh, that change. I don't know really? if... Um, well, I, I mentioned it to Chris a little while ago, and he can vouch for me on this too, because... Um, yeah, like it, it does seem like you, you're able. You guys are giving yourselves a little bit of time to breathe. You don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to like race on to the to the next thing. And I think right. that takes a lot of courage to be able to, especially because there's four of you guys, and there can be a lot of different opinions. Yeah. So I'm curious how that dynamic works, and also when the hell do you guys find time to make any? Your, your show is already three and a half hours long, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Two plus, two plus. But I mean, you guys, the, the, you have to, you're recording at five in the morning or God knows what time at night. Like mm-hmm. you're really trying to, and I connect on that. You, you have the very limited time that's available. That is a cross section of four people's schedules. Yeah. So then that would be difficult enough. And I think a lot of podcasts can, can connect with that when there's at least more than one person. That's why yeah. that's a huge reason I do this this way. It's because I wasn't able to find a co-host uh, yeah. Back in the early days of We the Gamer Cast, that would lock down. So my question is, how do you guys find time to not only make the content, but then to iterate and and improve upon it and decide what's next? I think that's a big. Uh, that was a big question that we had as far as do we believe in this enough to put in that extra time? Yeah, you know, is it just a hobby? Or is it something we genuinely have a passion for? Mm-hmm. And if we genuinely have a passion for, if it's something we have a passion for, we can find a little more time to do something here and there. Yeah. Um, and, and so that was a lot of the, the fuel that we used in our talks, just kind of, uh, you know, our backstage talks with each other, just saying, hey, you know, if this is something that, that we really like and that we really love and that we love doing, Let's uh, let's not just kind of, you know, sit back and let it coast and let it just kind of run on its own. Let's be very mm-hmm. proactive about this. Let's hey, let's fire up the Instagram again that hadn't been posted in for three years, you know, <laughs> nice. um, you know, and things like that. And and because there is four of us, we can each do something small and make yeah. a bit of a difference. So that that, that actually helps out. Well, that's for sure. And I mean, part of it is like part of it is going to be very conscious decisions, I would imagine. But other things are just. There's four of you, so you're all four of you are interested in in different things. And the one thing I want to ask you about tonight is is Overwatch League. Mm-hmm. Like you went, was that your first time going to like a major esports thing? And, and yeah. talk to me a little bit about the Overwatch event that you went to. Yeah, it was really nice. They had uh, they usually film in Los Angeles, and they went on the road, and they went to Dallas, and uh, had a full weekend of Overwatch League games, and they. I don't know the name of the the arena that we were in, but uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a convention center that had an arena. Sure. Um, but they packed it out, and it was just, it was amazing. It was yeah. just, it was loud, and and I was just impressed technically, and and how smoothly everything went, and you know the power went out in the entire city of Dallas, not just the <laughs> arena, and you know it 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 sounds you, you say oh we had to wait a half hour for everything, but considering what they were doing 
Mm-hmm. They got it all up and running in a half hour. They were broadcasting. Everyone had their own computers and the, the, the desk and the commentators and everything. It was just really cool to see, to watch it, watch it work. And you've been on a journey going on this esports thing too, because it seems like it's not as natural, I think, to get into esports as maybe the people running esports would want to want it to be for, for some. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly it's not a natural thing for me to go like flip a channel and now I'm watching esports. And I'm totally into it. Like yeah. you have to pick a team. You have to pick a, a sport or a game. Like, right. But you guys, I feel like you did that a number of years ago that you're like, Overwatch League is a thing and we're into it. Like, talk yeah. to me about that decision. Like, why Why then? Why Overwatch? Like, talk to me about jumping into Overwatch League. Yeah, and it wasn't even really a decision. It just kind of happened naturally because we were so into Overwatch. Yeah. And when they announced they're going to have a professional league, you know, it was like, oh, wow, awesome. Okay, let's let's pick teams. Chris, right. you live in Dallas? Yeah, he picks Dallas. Um there's not a team near me. I like British stuff. Let's go. I'll pick London, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then like British the, stuff. Yeah, so, <laughs> Makes so, sense. Exactly. So it was just, it was, and it's also a way to, Hey, let's watch these guys play and maybe it'll help our game. You know, maybe mm-hmm. I'll learn a trick or two. And, uh, yeah. so yeah, it's just been really cool to even Sarah said, it's weird. She said, it's weird to walk in and hear sports in the house. Just because right? that's not a noise that that happens here in our house, like play by play, you mean, and like crowds and yeah, the, and the, the commentators yeah. and the, yeah, the crowd and everything. It's sound. If you wouldn't know, you'd think you were listening to a basketball game or a football game downstairs. You better be careful, man, because you get enough into this esports stuff, you might actually get tricked into like an actual sports. That might be a gateway. Know, right? You know what they say about esports? It's the gateway drug to like an actual <laughs> sports. <laughs> I'm, I'm treading lightly. Yeah, well, you should. Uh, Ed, you're you're a pretty jovial person. I watch you. I've been listening to you for a long time. I watch you on Twitch uh, TV slash at Placencia. Um, but I'm curious, man. Like, what frustrates you? I had a stream a couple days ago that was extremely frustrating, Uh-oh. and it was a hey, I'm gonna play with the the followers, the listeners. We're all yeah. gonna play together and get on the mics. And someone had a lot of really loud background noise, mm-hmm. and I was just. Oh, it was killing me. And it it was a situation that I couldn't think of a way to tactfully ask them to cut the noise out because of what the noise was without going into any detail. Mm -hmm. And so it was just, um, I I just sat there cringing the whole time. And I'm like, oh, this is- Because it's your stream. It's my stream. Yeah. Yeah. And and, you know, sometimes people will forget it's my stream or it's it's a stream. A stream, yeah. and, and, And they'll start- just talking about nonsense or this or that that I know that people on the stream, uh, you know, may not be interested in. They don't know these two people and what they're into mm-hmm. and talking about. So I think for me, because I'm not a, it would be different if I was a a, a PC streamer where I right. could kind of choose when I'm on comms with them and when I'm only on comms with uh, with the, the the streaming audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because I'm not, it's either all or nothing, you know. And uh, so, so I, how did how did it manifest? And like, were you did you bottle it up and just like let's just play and we'll get through this? I bottled that's it exactly up. What I would, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bottled it up and and it, it, some people said something in the stream like, "What's that? What's that racket in the background?" And when yeah. I realized what the racket was, I was like, "Oh, don't, no, 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 oh. no, no, no." Oh, and, I'm curious what it was but, now. There was also <laughs> part of me. There was also part of me that was like, "Okay, people are saying what's that racket? Maybe mute your mic or yeah, yeah, you know, like pick up on the social cue here." Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, and so that probably went on. I'm 
I'll say an hour, maybe not even that long. It oh, felt wow. like it felt yeah, like, like a forever. long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I went on and I streamed for hours and hours after that, but I couldn't shake it. And when I was yeah. done with the stream, I was just in a funk and I was like, mm-hmm. I just hate feeling like I did a I had a bad show. Yep. Or a bad performance or I put a bad product out there. You know, when people clipped made a clip of this and I deleted the clip, I was like, I don't want a memory of this oh wow i I was like i I just don't want a bad show out there i don't want a bad and not that i had i I don't have it no one's watching you know (laughs) i don't have a ton of people watching so it doesn't matter no one's gonna look at it but i just it just irked me knowing that oh that wasn't the best it could be right there Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people can because a lot of uh a lot of people listening i think create their own content as well. So I def- I know that exact feeling. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's not even just in a pit of your stomach. It's kind of e- everywhere. It's just kind of, yeah. you can't, and you can't escape it. Like the more you yeah. try to just like, I got to move on. Like the show must go on the, maybe the worst, the worst it gets. So that's, that's fair. Yeah. You know what I was, that actually makes a lot of, like nothing else really. Like that's the first thing that comes to mind for you and thinking yeah. about things that, that frustrate you. So if I were to ask the opposite question of like, what, what generally makes you happy? Like when the, you get up, you're having a good day. Like, when you, like what makes you what makes you smile, man? Um, Sarah, of course, my wife. I knew you're gonna say that. I, I, I want to ask about her later. That's literally my that's literally <laughs> my next question. Is tell me about Sarah. So why don't you pick something else for? <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll just I, I really like the process of making a cup of coffee, mm. and that that that's real. I like that a lot. And if I really want to. Uh, I usually use an electric grinder, but if I really want to just stop and slow down, I'll use the hand grinder just to slow everything down and just, just be in the zone for 15, 20 minutes and just, just make a cup of coffee. What is it about it? I can, I can maybe guess, but I'm curious. I mean, Sarah and I met in a coffee shop. That's part of it. Um, and I've kind of learned, uh, over the last few years, I've learned to appreciate a good cup of coffee. And so I yeah. think it's just knowing that I'm going to have a good cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, there's just something really calming, even though it's caffeinated. There's something very right. calming about that <laughs> that, I, that I like. I'm with you, man. When I go on vacation, and I'm not necessarily, I'm not nearly like the connoisseur that, that you are, but I have, I certainly have an appreciation for a, cup, a, cup, a good cup of coffee in the same mm-hmm. way that I, I have. Um, this is going to sound like a very weird analogy, but I spend a lot of time with brainiac scientists who are like either curing cancer or coming up with ways that your brain will connect with the remote control arms like Dr. Octopus. And I have an incredible fascination and appreciation for good science. I don't know Mm -hmm. anything about that science. I don't know anything about what makes that cup of coffee like a good cup of coffee. But when I go into, like if I'm wandering around a new city and I just wander into like a mom and grop shop and grab a a homemade cup of like just, it might even be bad coffee. I don't even know. But yeah. it is something, there's something about the the environment, the atmosphere, the, like, maybe this is a $5 treat yourself fool kind of moment. So it's yeah. not like, it's not too exotic and elaborate and expensive, but it is a treat. And it's yeah. it's one of those few things that you can, um, you can treat yourself with pretty often, I would say, maybe 12 yeah. times a day. <laughs> exactly. Well, and even to expound on what you're saying, like, I, I, I can appreciate not only when someone's doing a really good job. I can appreciate maybe they're making a horrible cup of coffee, mm-hmm. but they love it yeah. and they love making it. And they just, and, and so I just like watching people do what they love to do. Yeah. That, I, that's amazing. 
I've always I've always found your fascination with coffee fascinating and inspiring as well. Even as you <laughs> even as you I think you're drinking tea tonight. Yes. Uh, so you're not even like see, that's what I love about you. Yeah, you play you play all types of games, you drink all types of adult beverages <laughs> <laughs> and coffee. Like usually you have like the coffee and tea drinkers on opposite ends of the room, like different tables. <laughs> they don't talk to each other. Ooh, right. tea. No, yes. no, you you do it all, man. I love yeah, it. I've, I've, ch- I've checked out your streams and you're making, you're cooking, you're making coffee on your streams. Like you're not even just playing games on your stream. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why I started the cooking thing. I think I was having a really good stream one day and I, I didn't want it to stop, yep. but I knew I had to make dinner and I was like, I'll just turn the stream on while I'm cooking and see what I happens. It. And it's, it's, it's worked out really nicely. It's been a lot of fun. I love it, man. Well, I did, I did promise you that I was going to ask you about Sarah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just going to be completely open-ended on this. Like, tell me about mm-hmm. Sarah. Tell me about your wife. Uh, she is, I had, uh, wh- when I met Sarah, I was, uh, I had, I was still, um, I was probably two years out of, uh, being divorced. Yeah. And so when I met Sarah and we started going out, she had just come out of a really, really bad relationship. Um, and so we both came out of relationships that were a little wonky. Mm-hmm. And when I met, uh, what's nice is that both of us have the same story that when I met Sarah, it was like, okay, this is what it's supposed to be like. This is mm-hmm. what people feel when they, when they feel this, when they, when they get married, when they, when someone says, I love you, this is how it's supposed to feel, Yeah, you know? And, and that's what, what stands out. She's, uh, She's a joy and um, she, she's very intentional about, hey, if I'm bummed out, why am I bummed out? Let's fix that because I want to be happy, you know, yeah. and, and, and she, she, she wants to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, when she, the first time that one of her fitness classes that she taught uh, got canceled, she was like, uh, she was so bummed out because she, I remember her sitting on the couch saying, I just want to help people. Mm-hmm. And that it's just, she just wants to help people. She wants to help people and make people happy. And that's exactly what she does. Where does that come from for her going? I, I can imagine that's something that sort of starts when you're a kid or something like that. Yeah, I think um, she, she had a kind of a weird childhood growing up. She was probably raised more by her, by her sister at times, yeah. um, by her older sister. Uh, and at times she had to kind of do things on her own. Um, and uh, she—it just seems to be something that when I talk to her sister, that that's always been Sarah. Sarah's mm-hmm. always trying to find the happy, um, and and has always been able to find the happy in situations. So it's just something she's always had. So what is? How does that uh, manifest in your in your marriage? Then is she is she helping you? I imagine you guys help e- each other, but who who needs the helping in between you guys? I think it just depends on what it is we need helped with. Um, She hates to cook. And (laughs) so I I don't mind, I don't mind cooking. And that's something that, you know, it's kind of like what, you know, when they, when I don't remember who said it, I think it was a comedian that said the best foreplay is doing a, uh, a job around the house. You know, like you do, you know, she wanted to uh, spruce up the front porch and I, I hung some lattice and did and hung some plants and stuff for her. And just that alone, it's, it's, it's funny how much of a difference, how, how, how happy that made her, you know, just mm-hmm. doing stuff around the house like that. Um, and, and then she helps me just, again, she's such an encourager, you know, she's yeah. a, a big believer in 
do what you love to do. You know, if yeah. you've got a job that you're in and you don't like your job, maybe don't live the rest of your life in misery. You yeah. know, that's eight hours a day that you're going to, no, there's no, life is too short to work somewhere that you hate. You know, those so, are, those are lessons that I feel like you have to live a life, like a full life to reflect back on. Like those are, yeah. it's almost like a, a preemptive regret. Like you're, you're, you, you've seen it happen to somebody maybe, or like, yeah. it's almost like you've lived a life ahead of your own that you can look back and go like, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't know. Is that, is that resonate with you guys? A, a little bit. I mean, she's definitely been in situations where she didn't want that, but I think what's also nice is because she's, you know, so much younger than when you would think someone would realize that right. she, she is able to appreciate in the moment. Hey, I love this job. I don't yeah. want to do anything else. And everyone should be doing what they, what they love to do. Or at least if they're not doing what their passion is, at least they enjoy being where they are. You know, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, we, we still need every job that's out there. Um, uh, and maybe that's not your passion, but if you enjoy working there, if you enjoy the people that are there, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and so it's just been really cool to, to hear her encourage others to do the same. And even with, with the Twitch streaming, she's like, stream, play games, you know, do what makes you happy. And, you know, things will, things will work themselves out. You, you guys both seem to have this, and I'm getting this, um, sense of, as you describe her more and more, and just from me knowing you, like you guys have this way of like not complicating things, like keeping things pretty simple and i and i mean that in the best way possible too and yeah, it, yeah it helps make things um not muddy and not clunky and and you never get stuck you just you're always able to live in the moment like do you is that an active effort on your guys's behalf to keep things simple i think so just because of both of our histories we know what it's like to not have things simple yeah you know and and you know a lot of times you know sarah will say something like I just love you. That's all there is to it. Yeah. You know, I, I, that's what I mean. Like those types of statements are just like, well, duh. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Live exactly. in life. Like, obviously. Yeah. This is and, the way and, to do it. And, and for me, it's, it's, it's all about, well, how could you not be happy with Sarah? You've got to be insane to not, yeah. to, to be with her and not be happy and not appreciate who she is. Uh, yeah. And, and so, yeah. But it's, Ed, it's can all... you do like 70 push ups? Can you do like 50 no. burpees in a row? Like, does that, no. that doesn't play into anything? It doesn't, like you're a fit guy though. Like you're Yeah, I mean, I'll, I mean maybe I'll, just by osmosis. Uh, <laughs> living in the same household you're going to be fit. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll work out, but I definitely don't to the extent that she does and at the right. same time, you know, if she goes to a beach body convention, she's like, "Hey, you don't have to come." You know, yeah. and 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 when I go to E3, I'm like, "You don't have to come to this." You know, yeah. and so yeah. we're also able, Yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know, and so it's, you know, I don't you know, expect her. I'm glad that she likes video games, but I don't mm-hmm. expect her to like them. And she's, you know, she doesn't expect anything of, of me as far as fitness or how much I do, or yeah. if I post a sweaty selfie every day or something like that. Uh, <laughs> just, just because that's, that's what she does. That's not my, my thing. I think it could be something that, that you do. And that could be something that maybe I, we, I could start we that. have people ask you to start doing. <laughs> I think that would be okay. Um, I, I get the feeling that you're living your best life. I might, I might skip over that. I wanted to ask you a little bit about like, um, maybe I'll ask this. What, what does it take to live somebody's best life? And what does that mean to you to live your best life? Wow. To live your best life. I save these questions for people like you, Ed. Like with Bobby, I talk about, I don't like Kirby and garbage like that. I want to ask Ed Placenti, like, what does it mean to live your best life? 
for me to live my best life when I would uh, when I was living in New York, I would go to a lot of auditions for theater and, and what have you, mm-hmm. and three four auditions a day, just going up to the next building, going up and auditioning, and it can be a grind, and it can be, you know, it's not rejection because if it's a no, you just never hear from them. It's not like they right. call you and say didn't get it, hey, yeah. and they hang up. Um, <laughs> but I <laughs> wouldn't thirties villain. Nah, you're not gonna get <laughs> the job, okay. see. <laughs> Hit the bricks, kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so I went in there and my goal was if I can make them laugh, if I yeah. can make them forget that they've been sitting at that table all day, yeah. if I can make them laugh, I, I, I think I've done, done what I'm here for. And it's mm-hmm. the same with the stream. You yeah. know, when, when, when someone says, oh, my gosh, that made me laugh out loud. I, I, that's, I'm glad because that's I, what I want to do. I just want to, you know, it's, it's that old kermit quote from the muppet movie you know i just want to make millions of people happy yeah you know and and uh and and i just that's that's for me living your best life for me is did you make someone laugh today did you make someone smile or did you make someone just feel good about themselves you know Uh, and if you can do that i think i think that's a pretty a pretty good step if you're not there already I'm like jotting down life lessons in the back of my <laughs> mind. I'm trying to like inscribe this as like, yeah, like that's, see, that's what I mean. Like, so simple. Like, when you have like the most primary and instinctual emotions and you tap into that, like mm-hmm. happiness, yeah. if you want to. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm also making notes to myself that I've done it maybe like twice. And I need to do this way more often because there is, I would say at least a few times on every single episode of Married to the Games, you say a joke that I laugh my ass off and yes. nobody else even hears it. Like, it's Good. like, it's like, I don't even know if they, if there's like something going on with the editing and it's not how that happened live or I don't know what is going on. I'm like, how is nobody else? Like, you guys are listening to this guy? Like, like, <laughs> I love hearing that, especially <laughs> when no one else a, reacts. <laughs> I need to do a better, I need to do a better job of that because I know how, like when We The Gamer cast ended and then there was this outpouring of support and I was like, I mean, this is great. And I'm, I was, I was bawling my eyes out and I had a, mm. I had a moment, but I was also kind of like, where was this? Like I, I did get a lot mm. of, and I, I, I don't, I'm trying to be like super careful with it because people were very, people are very supportive. And even when like you barrage me with your compliment, like, like I hear it, but there, I feel like there was maybe just a moment in time where, um, like it, I guess people weren't like retweeting or like letting us me know that mm-hmm. they were listening to the show or things like it's so important. It's so, it's just so, yeah. so. I don't want to overstate that, but I mostly wanted to connect this back to when I enjoy Married to the Games. I've listened to every single episode you guys mm. have ever done. I've listened to some of them multiple times, actually. Um, <laughs> it's one of the few shows that I can actually say that, but I don't know if I do a good enough job letting you guys know that. So I'm grateful that we have an opportunity here face-to-face to say, oh, I thanks, listen to man. every show every week. You're at the top of my list. I laugh my ass off at your jokes that nobody else seems to be even <laughs> hearing, and I don't get it. So I'm in your corner, Ed. I really I appreciate I that, amazing, man. man. I do, Sean. That's awesome. Thank you, man. Dude, um, you know, I uh, I think we're going to have to – this is a monthly show now, and I mm-hmm. think we're going to have to schedule something uh, maybe even like two weeks or something. At some point, my I have this like weird fear that Lincoln has – he has escaped your room. That is not a weird fear. But uh, <laughs> because it's so hot, all the windows are open. So yes. if he's like leapt out of the house, then that will be a really bad ending to the show. And I don't want to bring him into this. So I think this is a really good time for as dark and uh, terrible as that is. <laughs> Maybe this is an okay time if it's all right for you to close things out. But I, I want yeah, to man. 
I want to chat with you again very, very soon because I feel like I barely scratched the surface. I need to talk to you about a whole bunch of stuff. Anyways, tell the people where they can find you on the internet and um, anything else you want to let people know that you're you're up to these days. Uh, I am on most active on Twitter at Ed Placencia, uh, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Ed Placencia, and uh, do the Foot in the Door podcast, footinthedoorpod.com, and of course, marriedtothegames.com as well. Sweet, man. Well, if you're up for it, I'm just going to come up with this off the top of my head. And if yeah, it man. doesn't happen, then maybe I'll just cut this part out. But um, maybe in two weeks, could we maybe catch up again? I want, I, I still have, like, I was thinking about if, if Lincoln stays and stays asleep, I want to talk to Ed for like three hours tonight because I got nothing else going on. But that's not the case. And he's wandering around. I have this yeah. terrible image of him on my driveway because he's left out of the front house. <laughs> so if it's okay with you, we can hopefully have like a part two. Very, I'd be very totally soon. down for that, man. I mean, uh, Sean, you are... There aren't a lot of people that I would be, let's do this. You are someone that, you know, Gabe and I say this all the time. Why, are, why don't we live closer? Because we could do so much more stuff together. And you're someone that I'm like, yeah, Sean man. is so busy. I'll probably never really get to do anything with him. But I bet he'd be so much fun to work with. Dude. I'd be more than happy to, to, to connect again, man. The same, the same right back at you, man. So let's connect very soon. Thank you so much yeah. for, for doing the show. I really, yeah, from man. the bottom of my heart, thank you so much, dude. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, man. it well at least for now thank you so much to ed placencia for taking time very short notice by the way some scheduling stuff happened and i really appreciate ed for his time tonight i gosh he says such such nice things what a nice what a nice young man i'm really appreciative to ed and i am appreciative to you guys for listening thank you so much for bringing the show back with all of your support and all of your love and kind messages i really hope that this uh strikes a weird sort of sense of nostalgia i hope we all learn something and i hope that we i want to sort of re-establish that sense of community that that we had that's probably the thing that i enjoy the most of doing this show i love obviously getting to know everybody and having these really important conversations and just going a little bit deeper than the format of all of our shows or our typical conversations generally allow for uh and for that reason i'm excited to do two episodes this month surprise it's just the the way things go maybe sometimes when when you have a, a little little guy who just doesn't want to go to sleep because it's 90 degrees in his in his bedroom so many excuses how's this music going for you this music is i couldn't land on anything else guys i really tried i know we put out a poll and it actually landed on a very decisive 50 50 new music or or the old stuff this is the one that i this is this is good this feels right right i hope you guys enjoyed it there's more to come stay tuned please share with a friend please leave uh a review on iTunes. This is really important for a brand new show. Uh, technically, this is a new show. Oh, I should have mentioned this will also be on the gamer, the We the Gamer Cast feed as well. Just because I know that a lot of people are still subscribed to that, oddly enough. Um, but I'll give you guys a couple fair warnings to jump over to the new feed. Um, so if you're hearing this on the We the Gamer Cast feed, please, like, you can you can let it go. You can let it. You can unsubscribe. I, I won't be mad. But please do subscribe immediately to the GamerCast. Tell your friends, rate us on iTunes, and by us, I mean me. Uh, Ed and I are going to be, we're going to be back very, very shortly. I want to, Ed, just in case you're listening, I want to talk to you a little bit more about uh, voice acting, and eh, no, I don't want to give it all away. I don't want to give it all away, guys. I can't, I can't give all my secrets away, but this feels, this feels nice, and I'm appreciative of you guys 
So thank you guys so much. Follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri. Sean like Connor and Capri like the pants. You can follow the, the I'm sorry, the, the podcast, the GamerCast pod. You can support us at patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. Thank you so much to Fiona McKinnon. I don't have a Jason. I need something else at the end here, guys. So please feel free to send your submissions in for a weird thing that happens right here at the very end. Uh, so I will see you guys, hear from you. You'll hear from me in about two weeks' time. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.